Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And now, coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one, the only, Puckle Podcast. And welcome to the 455th episode of the Puckle Podcast. I am your host, Trainer Thatch, here today with my uh, spectacular, lovely co-host, Jushiro, the man, the myth, the legend. Hello, hello, hello. And we've also got the uh, always knowledgeable, our Sigma. Hi, I'm here too. Yay! And so uh, we're going to go ahead. We're uh, For those of you at home, this show is being recorded live on Twitch. Uh, we are raising money for Child's Play, and we're, we're going ahead and uh, raising money for that cause. It's, it's a charity that, uh, that raises money for kids in hospitals so that they can get video games in the hospital. Very important right now. Well, always important, but more than it's ever just now. always important. It's a charity that we've we've raised money for in the past, and we really appreciate it. And any support you give, uh, obviously, if you're listening to this on Monday, we'll have the link in the in the show notes as well, so that you can actually come ahead, go ahead, and donate to this as well. So that way, you can go ahead and uh, support that cause if that's something you want to do in post. But we uh, we really appreciate it. I'm sure the people at Child's Play also appreciate it. So. It's a it's a good cause. But welcome to the Puckle Podcast, the show where we talk everything Pokemon from the trading card game to the video game. We are uh, we are here to uh, just talk your ear off about. I think mostly video game today, whether Jushiro likes it or not. <laughs> there's there's a TCG segment in the news. It's fine. Yeah, there is some <laughs> TCG. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> After that, I peace out. Bye, guys. Sorry. Yeah. Peace out. Yeah. Well, it, there's just silence from Jushiro. He's still here, but he just won't say anything afterwards. Uh, but no, I, I'm trying. I'm trying to keep up. Keyword trying. Yeah, it's actually. I'm. I'm. I'm really excited for what we're going to talk about today. So, um, I, I'm very excited about it. We are. Yeah, we're. So, what have you guys been up to lately? I guess I think that's where we can go to from here. I'm getting myself reacquainted with the CCG after a, a long hiatus of uh, only working in my life. Uh, but I'm getting back on track in that. I'm very happy with some of the changes that are. I'm really excited for the new sets that are coming up. Um, we, ha- by the way, new TCG, uh, cast last week or the week before. Check that out. It's Basket's first episode as a host. So mm-hmm. go That's please true. give him some love. The guy is really working hard for it. So, uh, do not miss on that. But, uh, yeah, getting myself reacquaintance and honestly just waiting on the next DLC for Pokemon. Uh, I think that the last DLC ruined the game for me because I don't want to leave that island. Oh, yeah. oh no, that, that thing's so nice. Like it, like, okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Like I, I think, I think the Isle of Armor just. I mean, we we've talked about this before, but I think it illustrates like what the problem with the wild area in general was to begin yeah. with. 
Oh yeah. I I still stand by my theory that it was like a very late thought out entry. Right. And that um I I just think it was a late thought out entry like hey we we have these four islands that you're going to go to by train and they're just like oh we're going to put on the switch they're just like uh okay uh <laughs> we can we can do something else and they're just like wild area that makes sense right we'll do the wild yeah. area and they did that and that's why I feel like our wild area more importantly I think that tower is just super underutilized by the way I think we talked mm-hmm. about it last week. They had that tower out in the distance that's yes. super underutilized. Oh, yeah, that nice I crystal thought, tower. At the beginning, yeah. I thought that was going to be like a battle, a new battle tower or something that I could constantly do. And it's just, yeah, it's just like a scenic place. No, no, it's, it's, so it's not just a scenic thing. Uh, oh. So, so it's actually for Dynamax crystals. Oh. These are, these are items that they give away. They've given away, I think, like three in the U.S., total uh, well no 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 two they gave it away two. they canceled the third one that's what happened oh yeah um, oh. they canceled the third one um so like if you order the dual pack of sword and shield you got codes to get two dynamax crystals one for each version and it's uh you can you can do that and you can uh you can donate or uh, you can go and get like a larvitar and i think it was a dino jangmo jangmo yeah. um and so that's where they go and then they were about to do like a gmax Caparaja one and then they canceled it over at gamestop i don't remember <laughs> I, I think pax was supposed to have one maybe for corbin you know, i just i, I just think though. they're horribly underutilized and i think with the way they handle the wild area now making gmax the event ones is absolutely stupid yes uh, i hundred absolutely hard. stupid uh, <laughs> It's yes. absolutely the wrong. It's uh, absolutely the wrong play. Yeah, I agree. One hundred percent, the wrong play. Just, just throwing that out there. It's the wrong play. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> no, stop. What, what about you, uh, Sigma? What have you been up to? Uh, well, I would like to be playing the TCG, but rotations like Friday. So we right. <laughs> <laughs> we have a little bit. Doesn't mean you can't play. You can play. Mean- Nothing's stopping you. Yeah, you can play. It's a little format. pointless. It's like there's a two week format. I, I'm. It's not worth getting into. Our Sigma, aren't you one of those that start the rotation like three months before the rotation? They just completely start changing all their decks to the what what's supposed bit, yeah. to be the the new one and just play that for the. Yeah, I thought you were. <laughs> I, I, I would consider doing that. I'm surprised they don't have like an early ladder. I would love an early ladder. You know what I mean? Like, like the the week before it happens, like, hey, give us an early ladder so we can play around with it. Right. Or something like that. That would be cool. Yeah, it's the weird worlds format. I'm still waiting for Expanded to get cut down. I want that so bad. Oh, honey, do you want a nice little hot chocolate and a, and a blanket to wait for that? Yeah, absolutely. I've been waiting. <laughs> I've been waiting for years. Uh, I Well, I think I think doing the black and white cards is just like too far, if that makes sense. Like, yeah. Uh, I think I think that's too far when you're doing all of those black and white cards. I think it's I, time. I think too many things have been broken in the past like yes. year because of how yes. big expanded is at this point. Yeah. There probably should be a smaller format that go be, just personally and this is just me being greedy. I would love for it to go back to X and Y and then be done. And like we're good because X and Y is when they're just like, "Hey, by the way, we're going to do this expanded thing." There's no warning prior to that. Right. Mm-hmm. And personally, that's where I started collecting. Yeah. I did stop collecting around Ultra Prism, but I'm sure I could catch up not too yeah. badly. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I have like a ton of those cards, and I'd be more than happy to like jump in and start playing with that. Well, I was talking to Shamu about it, and I, we felt like Breakpoint was it, or not Breakpoint, Breakthrough was a good spot because that gets rid of things like Shaman in the format. Because let, let's face yeah. it, Shaman's probably getting banned 
whenever they decide to update that. I, yeah. Shaman, Shaman is a problem. I will admit that. Shaman is a problem with scoop up net. <laughs> yes. With scoop up net. Absolutely. Uh, scoop up net, maybe in general, should just be banned from expanded. Maybe from expanded. I think, I think, I think a scoop up net presents more problems than Shaman. Like, I, I think, I think if you were just a banned Shaman, there you'd still have issues with scoop up net. Right. Uh, the thing with Shaman is, though, we've now replaced it with Dedene GX and Crobat V with more yes. versions of the effect. So I yes. think we can toss it out and be okay. I agree with that. Uh, I just, man, I remember Shaman being like stupid expensive. Yeah, it got, it got, it got to like eighty uh, a pop. So if yeah. you want it, and, and yeah. decks required at least yeah. two or three, two or so three. If, yeah, if you weren't using a shaming specific strategy, which required you to have all four, mm-hmm. which yes, there were plenty back then. I don't can't remember one. Maybe Rayquaza was one of those that required like uh, four shaming. So that right there, eighty a pop. You guys can do the math. Yeah, now they're like five bucks or something. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. I'd love to get back into it, but they're burning Thatch's Bridge by making Expanded too hard to access. Like, some of those cards are, like, over 10 years old. Well, no, they're probably about 10 I years mean, old now, but... Black and white doesn't do much, though. Like, it's not that... That's true. Like, it adds the Execute that's kind of broken. Yeah. There's Genesect. Yeah, there's Genesect. I remember Genesect that being... Played. Did they <laughs> ban Hypnotoxic Laser or not? Uh, Hypnotoxic is still legal. It's still legal, okay. yes. It's good for dark decks because of Dark Rise. Yes. Dark Rise yes, GX's absolutely. attack that just one shot. It's GX attack just one shots anything with a status. So. Yep. I remember that. I, I played the Dark Rise deck for a little bit. Yeah. The Dark Rise deck is fun. <laughs> dark Rise deck fun. is fun. Yeah. Dark Rise. The Dark Rise deck when I was in Standard was a lot of fun because you got Dark Rise EX working with Dark Rise GX and it just. It, they, all the they, Dark Rise. All the Dark Rise. I think, I think there was a way to throw in like the Dark Rise Prism too. Yeah. It was, yeah, the oh one my that, gosh. that uh, would uh, search energy or uh, yep. buy, uh, from the discard pile. Yeah. Oh, I miss I miss playing the TCG, but I also don't need more friends. Uh, yeah. Also, it's good on the wallet to not yeah. play that. Oh <laughs> my gosh, is it? Isn't it? Uh, let me tell you. Uh, I think I've redirected most of my TCG money just to like D and D though. So <laughs> it's still well money well spent. Uh, one of those might be more might be a healthier thing to do than the other. To be fair. <laughs> I don't know about the Pokemon. Like, it depends on the community. Like, the community I was in in Columbus was a very good, like, community to be in and to play the cards with. Mm. Um, I don't know if he still listens, but, like, Beaverlaw and and everybody, they were, like, great great. people to, great people to, like, play with when I was in Columbus. And then, like, I moved here to Dayton, and the scene's just completely different. Those guys are, like, betting on matches, like, during league play. Yeah. They're like, oh my God. Yeah. And it's just, it's just not a healthy way to do things. I, I so I, I'm just not healthy. I, I just don't think it's healthy. So no, it's not. Yeah. So that that's, that's where we stand. Um, okay, but on that note, I think this is a good place to kick it on over to the news. So let's cue that epic music. <laughs> Radio Tower. This just in. And welcome to the news. The news is the segment where we read you the news. I don't know how ever, how else to describe it. 
Uh, the <laughs> next batch of Pokemon Journeys episodes will release on Netflix in the U.S. on September 11th. The exact amount is currently unclear, but the first batch released 12 episodes. I'm pretty sure it's just 12 episodes. I think in the yeah, original, like the- I think in the original <laughs> press release, it said it was going to be 12 episodes every like three months or something like that. Oh. It's, it's going to be done in such a way that if you were to want, if you were to want to simulate your Saturday morning cartoon habits, you could, you could watch one new episode of Pokemon every weekend and you could get That's your Pokemon fix. Cereal setting down on the floor in front of your TV. I I'm going to get some still. cereal for that. <laughs> 35 years and I still sit down on the floor to watch TV. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to get some cereal, man, and just sit down and, and do it. You know, it's going to be a good time. Mm-hmm. So I, I that's what I would do. That's that's what I want to do. I just want to relive my Saturday morning cartoons. Um, Sigma and I, I talk about this more often than I should every episode, but we yeah. thought, there's a wiki for Saturday morning cartoon history. <laughs> oh, I got to go get that. It's uh, it's really fun to read because we were just like, man, when did Pokemon really take over? And then what happened was there was just like a random Saturday morning where they're just like, we have nothing else to fill this slot. Just throw Pokemon in there. Yeah. And they did. And they yeah. And then they then they threw Pokemon in and then they're just like, oh, well, two episodes of Saturday it is now. It became the main event. It was like you would it really wake did. up in the morning and you would go through Animaniacs and you would go through uh, Pinky and the Brain and you would go through Yu-Gi-Oh! and Car Captors and then you would wait for the main event. I do have a problem with Pokemon taking over Saturday morning cartoons in general, though, because mm-hmm. like it really shaped the way Saturday morning cartoons changed. Mm-hmm. Uh, like once once Pokemon came out, the number of different programs that tried to mimic that. Oh yeah, in, in different ways. Like I don't even want to count. Um, what is it? I, I don't even want to count uh, Digimon. Because <laughs> uh, like, Digimon Digimon's like its own thing. Like I, I wouldn't say they were trying to compete with Pokemon. No. Well, they did that back then, but not. Uh, <laughs> they gave up they, the fight. In a they, way. I would say they were more of a Tamagotchi competitor, but. It's like Yokai Watch was more of a Shin Megami Tensei yeah. clone than a Pokemon clone. But it started mm-hmm. as the, but then they evolved into the cartoon, and that, in, in terms of the anime, they were direct competition, uh, not gaming wise. It was much better as an anime. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the first two seasons. After season three, it was just bad. Season three was really good. Season I three was did not like season good. Three. Um, season three was really good. It, like it, I would say, season three is more of an anime than a Saturday morning cartoon. That's true. I would I would concede that. If you view it as an anime and not as like a Saturday morning cartoon, I think it makes much more sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The amount of work that went into that was like crazy high. Um, but it was uh like it, it was good. It was. But uh on that note though, um let's move on. Who's green? Who got green? Uh, I am. Oh, you do green. You do you. Okay, Pokemon Home received an update that improved itself. Greatly, but did it add Pokemon Go? Uh, (laughs) It's much better now. Uh, Okay, explain. Explain. Okay, so it's still not compatible with Pokemon Go yet. That's fine. (laughs) I I Uh, like. I honestly don't feel like that's going to happen in literally any fast amount of time because I I I believe that the Pokemon Go compatibility is probably more on Niantic's end than it is on Pokemon's end. Probably, maybe. I think it might come with Crown Tundra, but we'll see. And it, maybe, may I like I'm not holding my breath. I think the biggest problem is they. I wouldn't be surprised if TPCI is scared 
that like somebody's going to transfer a Pokemon from Pokemon Go to Pokemon Home and then find out that it's locked into Pokemon Home because they don't quite understand Dexit. Mm. That's why I'm expecting Crown Tundra to be. And they're just like, I transferred my Deoxys that I got from an EX raid to Pokemon Home and now it just lives there. Yeah, that's actually a good point. (laughs) That might actually be a thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. I I could see them being afraid of that backlash because like, yeah, like the group that the group that they seem to be catering to a lot is the Pokemon Go fans lately. Well, because there's more of them. There's a lot of them. They don't care, but there is a lot of them. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> uh, I like I I don't disagree uh, that they're probably making um, a substantial amount of money from Pokemon Go, but I think I think we're at the point in Pokemon Go where you've kind of like hit your peak outside of like like you're not going to grab new people being like oh Mega Evolutions in the game like that's not going to grab new people. I mean, they're making money off me for their remote raid passes, but that is what they're making money off of me for as well. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, continue, continue. So anyways, the GTS now filters out legendary Pokemon when you block legendary and mythical Pokemon on it. And it Ooh. also defaults to that, which is really nice. Uh, let's see. You can, oh yeah, you can uh, check the GTS based on what you actually have in home now, which I don't know how that wasn't a feature to begin with. <laughs> uh, when you check the battle data for seasons, you can actually see the natures of the Pokemon now. So they figured out how to do that in the candy world. So good for them. Good for them. Uh, also, when you do Wonderbox, you can deposit all 10 Pokemon at once, which is great. <laughs> and then various bug fixes. Who cares? <laughs> yep. Uh, that's nice. Uh, Jushiro, tell us more. Tell us more. What else is in the news? Well, everyone, I have great news. If you are a fan of the new mechanic in... Uh, sword and shield of a gigantamac raids and you say i want more of that i got good news for you and the tcg has decided that they're going to take the raid battles and turn them into a physical format which is going to be held at stores that you can go and battle with friends you team up with other players to defeat these raid boxes uh raid bosses and they're gonna have uh special promo cards of water doing these unreleased uh a creamy boss card i think it's the first uh the first promo that they're gonna have and they're gonna be uh awarding as they are and this is all great and um and fabulous but it also depends on the deadly pandemic not being around so mm. with that being said uh are you excited for the TCG rates battles? Uh, in stores is where I assumed it was always right to be. So, so, so they came out with this a few, like a month or so ago. I think Sigma and I talked about it when it happened. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I don't know if I was on the show or not. I don't, yeah. I, I think when it happened, I sent you a DM and I was like, look yeah. at this. <laughs> they were advertising heavy for it. Yeah, they advertised like principles. super heavy for it. And I was just like, oh man, this is an interesting idea. But then it was like, it was only printouts at the time. You can only print it out. Um, I'm happy that there's a box set because I think it's a really cool idea as a box set right? Um, for mm-hmm. kids to give them like a different way to go ahead and play. It like, reminds me of the uh, Onyxia uh, deck for those of you who played World of Warcraft, the TCG game back oh, years no. ago. And they had the dungeon raids and they had like the dungeon bosses for World of Warcraft and you would battle them with your cards. It kind of reminds me of that. Um, it, it reminds me of... I don't know. I, I like I like when Pokemon TCG tries to come up with different ways to play. They don't do it very often. Mm-hmm. Like, like I think the only other major time I can think about it changing was when they did double battles for a hot minute, and there's like barely a record of that online. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you don't find that anywhere. Oh. Yeah, they did it for like a hot second though. 
it was uh it was confusing uh poke beach mentioned a pokemon rumble set that was kind of different in a way that it played but i i don't know much about that uh i i still want pokemon trading figure game to make a comeback like i think i think it was ahead of its time i think trading figure game was just ahead of its time i would get so into that well i think i think the problem was like when they did it like because jushiro and i like right now like we're the prime market no yes we're the prime market for that like i collected amiibo I'm the prime market for the trading figure game. The problem was when they released it, I was I was 13 and I didn't have a job. Yes. I love me some figures. Now I have a career. Bring back Pokemon trading figure game. I'll go I'll go to Pokemon League to spin a figure, okay? <laughs> okay, Sigma, tell us about the news that you highlighted that I know you claim for yourself because cuz you're the only person that's going to care. You're the only person that cares. And Shamu. And Linian. I play Masters. Not so much Linian. Linian doesn't care. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's a gotcha Linian doesn't play. Anyways, Pokemon Masters is turning one year old. It's better now because you barely play the game. <laughs> what? <laughs> they, they did a massive stamina update, and they added the ability to just skip the battles, and it's much better. <laughs> That's... I don't understand. <laughs> I I don't comprehend. They, they upgraded the game by making you not have to play it that much. I don't I don't comprehend. I don't comprehend Pokemon Masters not being a Pokemon game. Uh, uh, some of the things they announced for the anniversary, besides like the special Cynthia that's being summoned now, they're adding six star units to the game, starting with Red, and they get new outfits. So Red's outfit becomes black, so it matches his Mega Charizard. That's awesome. And. They also announced that there's a new event coming soon with Lily, Gladian, and Lusamine. So, oh man, we'll see. Okay, so uh, I, I guess I'll, I'll do this like one that got tossed in by P. McGee. I think last minute um, during the players' final players' cup finals on August 22nd and 23rd, which is tomorrow. So I guess and Monday. So like, do this now if you're listening. Um, they're giving out a competitive Porygon 2 that can be redeemed until August 31st. Oh, okay, never mind. Uh, but they'll put the code, I'm sure it'll be on Cerebi. Um, it's just, it's just, it's a Porygon 2. <laughs> like, it, 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 it's like, oh, it's got Trick Room, Recover, Ice Beam, and Thunderbolt. It's like, wow, what a surprise. It looks like a Porygon 2 to me. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it'll have zero speed, which is nice for the people. And then I, then you have P. Mickey's sass that says, this, of course, pairs well with the online ban coming on September 1st. <laughs> You're looking ahead, Pokemon. Good job. Okay, uh, next up is uh, Pokemon Go. I'll go first because I'm orange, I guess. Um, due to server problems, the first week, the first time Dragon Week occurred, the Ultra Unlock event, special timed research will be available until August 26th. So that's uh, this Friday, Thursday? Uh, let's see, 22nd today, so it's like Wednesday, maybe? Wednesday? Yeah, that sounds right. Um, so you can go do it again, uh, get some dragon types, um, without having to catch dragon types. It's actually a much easier version of it. I looked at it last night mm-hmm. with Sigma. It's, it's I, I'm at the raid version. part. I'll get that uh, When I get to the raid part, maybe we can do a raid together and we'll just get it over with. I'm waiting for a Heatran to become available to do. Uh, yeah, Heatran, speaking of, is, uh, is your new five-star raid. So, uh, until September 10th. Well, it's not new, but it's came, it came back. I, like, I get really, listening to the Silk Road subreddit is the most depressing thing in the entire world because it's, it's like shiny now at least it's uh, just it's just fills like it's just filled with like a bunch of veteran pokemon go players 
who don't comprehend that there might be new players Mm -hmm. in the game. And they're just like, these are like the hardcore players that like go out and do everything. So they get everything that when it comes out and then like something old comes up and they're just like, well, why should I even care? I'm like, well, it's not like flower crown Eevee level of like problem. Um, Flower crown Eevee was a mistake. Flower crown Eevee was a horrible mistake. Um, It's just a, it's a problem in of like, it's a problem of you not comprehend, like you want more people to join. If you be- if you get things if you keep things away from them they can't get it like that's why I wasn't upset like when Mewtwo was in in GoFest like mm-hmm. oh man Mewtwo again no I don't care somebody's gonna be like freaking out because they got Mewtwo yeah like that's that's hype I mean I wish there was a way to get legends outside of raids right now but- uh yes I I do miss it being well it, you can do it with uh, the Rocket Quest but they haven't refreshed it like they're supposed to I was gonna say yeah they haven't refreshed it which is weird because the balloons make it so you can do yeah it easily. yeah no they they fixed it I, well they announced early on that like they were gonna pause it until like September or something like that so I, maybe it'll be back next month yeah I finally finished the first one of those and- yeah I would love to I would love to be able to do it now with the rocket with the rocket uh balloons the balloons the balloons yeah. are great like, yeah the the balloons make it so much easier. Um, I, I appreciate that. Uh, but continuing on, please, uh, please read on Sigma. Uh, let's see. We have the voting for community day Pokemon starting, I guess today when this thing airs Yeah, officially, uh, the 23rd, uh, based on the practice vote that was yesterday, it's going to be Porygon and Charmander. What? Who would have thought? It's like yeah, some, I'm a little like disappointed. That, no, that's how I, I no, that's what I'm I would have predicted. Grimer. That's what I would have predicted. Between those it's what options, I predict, but I, yeah. I wish Grimer was there. I, I Grimer, Grimer, I think is better. I, I think Grimer is better. Like I look at Charmander and I ask myself, why would I ever evolve Charmander during community day when I can wait a month and get both? I would assume you could get both, uh, the, uh, first Charmander attack and second Charmander attack on it. Cause I think Dragon Breath is a quick attack. Ooh. And Blast Burn is a charge attack, right? Right. So, yes. Like, it's had two community days, so I'd imagine it'll get both attacks when the community day rerun happens. I don't know. We'll I don't know what's going to happen. I, I'm not, I'm not like, I'm not surprised. Like, Porygon makes sense. Charmander. Yeah, Porygon make, should win. Like, Por- Charmander, make Charmander makes sense. Like, I, I understand why it's happening. I don't like that it's happening. Neither do I. I, I. I'm against a second community day for it, especially so close to uh, community day rerun. Which they did rerun the first and second years of Community Day with the third Community Day. Like, yes, that's true. So it's like it's going to be there in two months. Why? Why? Why do I want? I, I can't believe that you guys are burying the lead here. We got new stickers, man. What's wrong with you? Come on, uh, time to celebrate. Including, including uh, seductive Trico. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> there's like a seduct. It, it, it's literally sitting exactly like Jeff Goldblum. From uh, what is that movie? Dra- is he is that the scene from Jurassic Park? Uh, <laughs> I forget which scene it is, but he's like sitting all seductively, and it, oh, it yeah, looks yeah, exactly sure. like the it looks exactly like Jurassic the Trico, Park, yep. Trico's pose. Um, uh, find the way. All right. Uh, so other things, like I said, Child's Play. That's what we're what we're raising money for. If you want to do it and you missed the stream, you can go so go and check out the uh, donations in the show notes, and you can donate to Child's Play. Um, we did get two donations. I don't know who donated $10, but then somebody donated 50 and they named themselves anonymous. <laughs> and so our, uh, also we're announcing our September giveaways for Patreon. Um, we are going to be doing Zarud at the $10 tier and shiny Celebi for the $5 tier. This is your one and only warning for that. Um, if you want to do that, jump onto our Patreon. If not, don't worry about it. 
Uh, we, we just appreciate any support. Those are just things that we're planning on doing for the patrons in the near future. So on that note, I think this is a good place to wrap things up and we're going to kick it on over to the Puckles Pokey quiz, where we're going to quiz your co-host on their insane Pokemon knowledge. And welcome to a Puckles Pokey Quiz, the part of the show where we quiz your co-hosts on their insane Pokemon knowledge. Today, Jushiro and our Sigma are going to be operating together as a team to answer five Pokemon-themed trivia questions from uh, our fans over on Discord. You can go over to our Discord server and submit Take your own questions. Five. If you don't submit them there and you submit them in another medium, Liger will not see them and Liger will not put them on the list for me. <laughs> Just letting you know, people who are just like, you know what a good place to do it is? Thatch's DMs. Or, you know what a good place to do it is? The iTunes reviews. That one's still my favorite. (laughs) That's a pretty good one. I can't believe somebody did it. I appreciate the iTunes review. I don't know that I appreciate having the question there. Also, don't email them to me. All right. So they have five questions. Each is worth a various amount of points. They get a lifeline, which is a hint. Depending on whether or not they get all of the questions correct without using the hint, they have a possible total of, catch this now, Jushiro, eight points. Ooh. They are in a race with their fellow co-host of 30 to get a $20 credit to PokemonCenter.com. And if you answer questions, you can uh, you can get added to a raffle uh, for AnimeGravy.com. They will only give you uh, shipping, though, if you are in the domestic, U- or if you are in the United States, unfortunately. But they still love you, though, otherwise. Check them out. They're your one-stop shop for all of your anime goodness. So without further ado, let's jump into these questions. Uh, our question number one is from Sleeve McDykel. He goes, which is the only fossil Pokemon line to... To learn Mega Drain through Level Up, obvious answer is probably not the correct answer. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> well, what's the question? The, the first part of the question again? Which is the only fossil Pokemon mine to learn Mega Drain through Level Up? So I'm going to say that it's the Kabuto line because in Let's Go, I think they killed Absorb as a move and they just upgraded it to Mega Drain or something. Uh, Ooh! Actually, they killed Giga Drain as a move and. Set it as Mega Drain, I think. Maybe that's what they did. But I think it might be Kabuto. It's a misleading question. I don't think it's the, I don't think it's Lyleep. Yeah, that would be my only <laughs> that, guess. That would be the obvious answer. Yeah. I think it's Kabuto. <laughs> I'm going to go with Sigma. He knows his stuff. Kabuto is correct. There you go. Um, it is the only line. Uh, Lily can get access to it, but it's a egg move from Gen 5 oh, okay. onwards. I, I figured, I think it's like a TM in one gen or something. I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't get it, though, via David level David Bowie died, and we've never gone back. <laughs> All right, uh, your next question is from Skullmane Banky. What is the only Pokemon League uh, example, Kanto is both in Gen 1 and Gen 3, where the Elite Four and Champion cannot be rematched with more powerful teams? Hmm. Apart from Gen 1 and Gen 3? Oh, so Gen 1 and Gen 3, like, Kanto would count in both of them. Hmm. So, like, if it happened in one, it doesn't matter if it didn't happen in the other. Yeah, because Heart Gold, Soul Silver, and Fire Red Leaf Green exist, you can battle stronger forms of them, is essentially what it is. Okay. Just like uh, Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire lets you battle, like, the stronger forms of those Elite Four, too, Right. Yeah. So, I guess all the ones with the remakes are out. Yeah. I guess the question is, does Platinum make the Elite Four stronger when you battle them? 
Mm. Or maybe it's Sun and Moon. Like, is Sun and Moon just the same level when you rematch them? I'm not sure. Like, they change the champion each time, too, so I think they just stay the same level. It could be, yeah. It could be Sun and Moon. Oh, you know what? It's probably X and Y. I don't think X and Y... <laughs> X and Y still has, like, four Pokemon on their team. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of lost in this one. Not too sure. I'm going to leave it to you again. Sorry. Yeah, let's go X and Y, I guess. There you go. X and Y. X and Y is correct. Yeah. Kalos is the answer. Um, everybody else gets rematched. <laughs> let's take my talk. <laughs> this is due to uh, the rematches actually with the Elite Four actually taking pl- place in the Battle Chateau instead. Mm. Uh, fun fact. Uh, damn, I really fact. have to replay X and Y again. No, you don't. It's okay. <laughs> I think it's actually actually X and Y is like one where I wouldn't be like I wouldn't be upset about playing that one. Like X and Y is not a bad one. Kalos is really nice as long as you ignore team player story. You like it's fine. I do not let myself get uh, hyped out in false premises with black and white. I know that was a one time deal, and I should not expect it again. All right, so our next question is your Pokedex entry, as always. There are new rules for those of you who have been here before, Jushiro. So the rule is, if you are riding the Struggle Bus, Thatch will save you and throw you an extra an extra Pokedex entry. However, if you can get it on the first entry without trying, you get two points. Ooh. But if Thatch has to be a gracious god, you only get one. Our question this week with the Pokedex entry is going to be from Bamamal. It's Ultra Sun Pokedex entry reads... It swims through the ocean at a speed of eight knots, searching for Pokemon that will become its prey. It's especially fond of Wishy-Washy. Who's that Pokemon? Until I heard Wishy-Washy, I yeah. was on the uh, Sharpedo train. I-, I was thinking Sharpedo till I heard Wishy-Washy, but I believe, like, I think Gyarados is the natural enemy to the Wishy-Washy. Interesting. So I think it might be Gyarados. That would make sense. I want to say they have Dexes together, where they're enemies, so. Second entry time. Yay! It's Pokemon Stadium Pokedex entry reads, It stores thermal energy inside its pure white fur-covered body. It swims in frigid water at eight knots. Okay, so it's still going eight knots. (laughs) (laughs) It stores thermal energy inside its pure white fur-covered body. It swims in frigid water at eight knots. Dugongs? Are dugongs eating wishy-washy? Wow. I don't think dugong was... And how much is eight knots? I'm not not up... (laughs) Up to date on my sailor uh, verbiage here. Eight knots is how much? Eight nautical miles. Right, but how fast is that? It's not much faster than eight miles. No, no, I think a knot is like uh, I don't know. It's 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 definitely yeah. It's like a weird like one point two or something. I forget what it is. Exactly. Yeah, it's yeah one point something. The white fur makes me think dugong, right? Yeah, uh, it's the only thing that I can think of Arctic. what a white fur also Arctic makes me think thermal energy. All of that sounds very much uh, Dugong. Like, I, I don't remember Dugong in Ultra Sun. I'm going to need an answer. But yeah, <laughs> it sounds Dugong. <laughs> Dugong, I will pick Dugong. Dugong is correct. There you go. It eats wishy-washy, apparently. So you guys are uh, three for three. So your next question is only going to be worth two points. It is worth two up to two points, depending on how you do it. Depending on how familiar you are with the anime, we're going to go ahead with Stin246. There are four answers. I only need two of them. Who are the four of Ash's Pokemon that have evolved during a Pokemon League arc? So, like, while he's battling in, like, the Pokemon League, not in, like, a gym battle or something. So we're talking Quilava. 
or Tindaquilava. That is correct. That, that is counts. one of the bases. <laughs> yes, that is that is correct. That is one. Krabby. You need one more to get both points. I remember Krabby. I have no clue what the other two are. Krabby is the another one. That is two points. The other two, I can tell you why you don't know them, and you'll realize when you when you hear it. It's Meltan to Melmetal and Toracat to Incineroar. Ah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. So those two count. You guys are five for four. So let's go for six. You haven't used your hint yet either. So just keep that in mind. This question is going to be from Bam Bam. What not fully evolved poison type Pokemon has the highest base speed? So Naga Nadell is fast, but I don't think Poipole is. Because uh, I remember that was a deal when I was trying to level him up. What other poison Pokemon that are quick? Damn, I wish I was Basket right now. I feel like we probably want to use a hint. You can either use the hint or not. Let's use it. We've been on a roll so far. Uh, this is a dual type Pokemon. The other type being Ghost. Haunter? Oh, it's Haunter. Haunter is probably super fast. It. I think it's like a yeah. 5 speed. He is super fast. Uh, what other Ghost poison do we have just in case? I, I think it's just It's just Haunter? Haunter? Okay. Yeah. Haunter and Kadabra are stupid <laughs> fast for what they are. Yeah. And Poliwhirl for some reason, but that's beside the point. Okay. Hunter it is. Hunter is uh, correct with a base speed of 95. Golbat's in second with 90. And Ghastly is wow, in Golbat third with would have 80. been a good guess. I can't believe I don't remember Golbat. Golbat's really solid. I remember when we did the first, like, Puckle Draft League. I think I, dra- I drafted Golbat. I drafted a lot of full of Pokemon. I drafted Golbat. I drafted Magneton. Nice. And I drafted, I forget, there was another, oh, I drafted a Girder. But they all did their jobs, like, they did work, because most of those Pokemon that, like, if they gained evolutions later on, or if they evolve via trade or something like that, they're usually pretty good, and they're really good Eviolite candidates, just as, like, a heads up. Golbat can take, like, a ton of hits, too. Like, it took Infernape Thunder Punches to the face, and it was only, it was did less <laughs> yeah. than half, like. <laughs> That's such a Pokemon that really grew on, uh, grew on me uh, as years ago, and I always, I would hate him, Subat, specifically, because of the caves and then eventually there was a point where i would go it was i think during gen four and five where i would not go through the game without a crowbat i i like zubat eventually geodude is what annoyed me in caves because it got sturdy once it got sturdy it was stupid and like once sturdy became good yeah once sturdy became stupid it's like oh zubats are not our problem uh all right so the new standings are in uh, you guys got six points today. Woo. We've got first place. There's a two-way tie between Linny and R Sigma with 13 points. In third place, you have Claude nine with eight. In fourth place, you have P Mickey with seven. In fifth place, you have a three-way tie between Whimsicott, Seth Vilo, and Jushiro with six points. And in eighth, you have a two-way tie between Sublime and Basket with five. And Dr. Shamu has yet to get on the board. All right. On that note, though, we are going to kick it on over after this short break to the topic. We've got another iTunes review this week from NYJets42. Just started listening to this, but I'm already in love with this podcast. Loving each and every one of the segments, and I'm learning a lot about something I thought I already knew a lot about already. Wanted to get back into the competitive scene. This is also really helpful. Keep going and being awesome. Well, thank you for that. If you would like to leave us a review wherever you listen to the podcast, we would really appreciate it. Helps more people find the show. Helps us just grow and become a better community. But we're going to kick things on over to the topic. And welcome to the topic. Our topic today is the new season of VGC slash BSS. I'm very excited. This is like super interesting to me. I don't know how much of this is happening just because the only way we can play official Pokemon is 
One, we can't play OU, so normally we would just ignore these seasons. <laughs> Two, there's no events, but the events themselves have been following these seasons even prior to COVID. That makes it even more exciting that this is happening even in VGC. So what they did is they took the top 10 Pokemon from VGC and the top 10 Pokemon from BSS and they banned them. Yeah, Bam! From the month of June. That is your Series 6, like, ban list. That is crazy. And it's, like, all of the heavy t- contenders. And Magnezone, because... And Magnezone. Yeah, what have... What? I don't get Magnezone, but that's it, fine. It kind of snuck up in, like, the top 10 of singles somehow. It beat out Urshifu. Like, that's the one that was just like, man, I'm kind of sad because I think Magnezone could actually, like, do well. Right. Right. In this kind of format now. Ban list right now is, I believe, 16 Pokemon. hmm And so Venusaur, Gyarados, Porygon 2... Tyranitar, Torkoal, Hippowdon, Magnazone, Togekiss, Excadrill, Whimsicott, Incineroar, Mimikyu, Rillaboom, Cinderace, Indeedee, and Dragapult. But I'm very surprised it's Rillaboom, because last time I, I had a last time I had a checking, people did not like him. Oh, you missed out on hidden ability, Rillaboom. And then and then Grassy Glide came. It, it somehow okay. became like the best VGC Pokemon and also a very good singles Pokemon. Oh, wow. That's a 180 turn that I was not expecting. Okay. It's setting its own grassy terrain with Grassy Surge. And then it's also going ahead and it can use Grassy Glide so it gets priority on top of that from Grassy Surge because, okay. it, has, because it has its own terrain. It's like three deciduous. The other one that, but this one is mostly because I just know nothing about this Pokemon. Is Indeedy. Indeedy got really good because it can also set its own psychic terrain, <laughs> and then doubles. It has follow me. It also helps with expanding force and doubles as well, okay. which became a big span. The the moves that were added in Isle of Armor were actually like big deals. Okay, well, a couple of them were, but yeah. I wouldn't say all of them, but most of them were like big deals. Like that really shifted the meta the past two months has been these new moves that came out. Like I, I wouldn't say like flip turns like a huge deal. Right. No, it's cool. But like Grassy Surge on Rillaboom, that's big. Banding Force on every psychic Pokemon that ever existed. That's pretty big. Scorching Sand is nice on a couple fire Pokemon. The Scorching Sand is tech, but like, the, I mean, the, the first two are like the real big moves that came out of it. Expanding Force and Grassy Glide were stupid strong. Yes. With their distribution. So, I mean, they killed, like, most terrain setters that aren't Pincurchin. Yeah. Killed a lot of weather setters that aren't Gigalith. Right. Rain survived real well. Rain survived, yeah. Pelli- uh, Pelipper. Pelipper's still there. So, like, Rain's fine. I I, th- I don't think there's as many good abusers of Rain right now. Kingdra's pretty decent. It's okay. I wouldn't call it great, though. The main thing working in Rain's favor is that it's divided among its setters and its abusers. Whereas yeah. Sand, it's like, Excadrill is just the best thing you can be doing. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and in singles, Hip Outon is really good in doubles. Hip Outon is really good in singles. I would agree with that. I love this, though. Like, this force like UU. Yeah. And I love one that is official VGC right now. As a main player of TCG, this is, like, normal. This is, like, what you would expect from a a rotation to get some cards out of the way um, and just open the field for new possibilities and new strategies. One of the complaints I think is fair is that the Isle of Armor meta only lasted like two months. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you got no settling with it. I'm very excited. Well, I don't know. I'm okay with that, though. I think it's really cool to just get like a UU format, like mm-hmm. officially. I mean, this did happen before because you, you pointed it out in our in our discussion beforehand. Um, that this has happened before. We've just been ignorant. Right. Like uh, it ha- The thing it- is, 
It used to have its own ladder too. Like yeah. special yeah, used to that's be its true. own. Ladder. It was a special season. It wasn't like the main season. In the past, you had like or the triples and the rotation ladder, which no one ever played. I, this is like the one time I agree with what seems to have been Pokemon's philosophy. This generation quoted it in the past has been this is the way that we want you to play the game. So this, this is, is the, the way, way. Going to play the game, yep. which I don't like so much because Pokemon's always been very, very open mm-hmm. to interpretation has and how though? to play and stuff like that. I think in terms of just like how much it relies on headcanon, like in terms of the story. And then even then it was very open up until Gen 8 when you could just play with any Pokemon. You can do whatever you want. You got away with the 60 minute timer. Right. But when you do have a like. Yes, you have freedom to choose what I want, but when the established teams are better than the rest, then you see that that freedom quickly becomes not freedom and you're just obligated to use the same teams over and over because there's just no team. While if you remove those teams, then there might be a little bit more freedom of creating unique teams. I think you're hearing me incorrectly. Oh, sorry. Because I'm not saying, like, I think your argument's just trying to be like, oh, you's dumb, um, mm. which I don't entirely disagree with. Uh, at least Gen 7 OU is dumb. Okay. <laughs> 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 even then, like even if you thought Gen 7 OU was dumb, you, ha- you still had the option to go play UU. You still had the option to go play RU. You still had the option to go play Those NU. aren't official. If you were mental, you could go play PU. Right, but those aren't official Pokemon. Those are just R, you know. Yeah, no, exactly. We don't have that anymore. You can't do that anymore. Yeah, we've cut it down to two, two play styles on game. You can do singles or doubles. Yeah, you can either do Battle Stadium singles or bat- Battle Stadium doubles, uh, which is just VGC. For the next two months, this is the format. Oh, see, that's different. Okay, okay, okay. That said, like, Cinderace is probably too strong for singles right now. <laughs> I'm really okay with that band. I've had problems with Greninja since, like, conception as well. I mean, I, I've really had problems with Protein and Greninja, and I mean, Gen 6 OU saw that, and they banned him very right. quickly. Mm-hmm. Then there was just, like, this huge power curve that happened in Gen 7, so we got to keep him around, which just say, says Greninja's something about... I Greninja's not as scary when you have a Tapu Koko around. Exactly. I think that was the bigger thing, is that, oh, here's a faster electric type. I really don't like what the Tapus did to the game, yeah. personally. I think they're cool Pokemon. I don't like what they did to the game. Yeah, right. That's why I'm okay with it being, like, a year before they're back in the meta. Maybe a year. We'll see. Not to mention uh, everyone's favorite uh, the meta starts in November. It'll be practically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not looking forward to it. <laughs> but yeah, go ahead, Shishiro. No, I was going to say, uh, not to mention everyone's favorite. Uh, was it Terrakian? Terrakian gets to live another day now. Landorus. Before like, there was Landorus, there was Terrakian. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Lando's coming back, which is unfortunate. But maybe in this meta, he's more in check. I think with the lack of hidden power, maybe. Mm. The legendary birds at least have anti-landerous abilities. At least two of them do. That's true. So that's cool. What I'm most worried about is like, is that Landorus can become runaway because hidden power doesn't exist. But I'm also happy hidden power doesn't exist. I so am that too. Landorus can't be the counter to Landorus. <laughs> right. Which was the which was the case in OU for a long time. Like Landorus was the counter to Landorus. Like it suggested on the Smogon page. Like if you're gonna run Landorus, you should just run HP Ice on it so that you can take out other Landorus. Wow. Yeah, because otherwise Landorus has what? Earth- Landorus aren't going to earthquake their own friend Landorus because yeah. they're immune to their earthquakes. Yeah. But you do switch in your Landorus on the Landorus all the time because they're just going to click U-turn anyway. 
<laughs> it was a dumb meta. Like, I, I don't disagree that, like, the Gen 7 meta was, like, OU meta was garbage. I think Sigma will back me up there as well. There were just so many Pokemon that should have been banned that weren't. Mm-hmm. I can easily list, like, three of them. At the top of my head, I can go, I'm gonna say Landorus. I will always vouch for the Landorus ban. Magirna and Ash Greninja lasted. Those are the other two that should have been banned. Magirna, Magirna and Ash Greninja should have gone. Uh, I don't know why they let them stay. Those, they should have been gone. Everybody complained. They're like, oh, well, if you lose Landorus, then like the meta crumbles. I'm like, then it'll find balance again. Exactly. Like, because like, I, I think a Pokemon that you that is on every team that says the best counter to it is its health isn't healthy. That was my biggest problem with Landorus. Um, UU is much better. Like, OU Gen 7 was, was just bad, but this is a great idea. I love this. I, I mean, I love this idea of like being like, I love team building uh, restrictions. The thing I don't like is like Sigma said, I don't like that this is like the only way to play. For like the next two months. The fact that it ends in two months and then we probably get the Crown Tundra format. Oh, we'll have, I think we'll have Crown Tundra in two months. I think this is a good sign we'll have Crown Tundra in two months. There's no way that we're going to, uh, wait for January to get the Crown Tundra format. Yeah. Yeah. We're not going to wait until January to have Crown Tundra Pokemon in the game or in the meta. Like that's just going to be too restrictive and dumb. My favorite thing that I really miss and, um, the thing that Dexit kind of sort of killed were the old, um, formats where they would put them on like the special ladder again. But it would be like, mm-hmm. oh, you can only bring green, purple, and yellow Pokemon. The metronome battles, those were fun. That kind of stuff I really miss. Like, I, I wish they we could get more things like that. Even if they're just, like, weekend tournament rules, like, yeah, do those more. I also wish TPCI would make their tournament rules better on cart uh, so that people would actually want to host their own tournaments. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do not like the rules that they have. I wish that they would have better ones. I mean, they're not completely awful they just need to let rental teams be used and they're i think they need to also expand like the window of time you're allowed to host them mm-hmm. oh from I, three hours to like six from I think three six hours, hours to like good. a day i i uh, would maybe i'd be much happier with that i i think condensing it is good because that way you just know that the players are going to be playing at the same time yeah i think three hours is a little too tight of a window though five to six hours probably is what you want three is definitely too much of a window Three is definitely too much. You mean... Or not enough. Not enough, yeah. Yeah, uh, that's what I meant. Those are the words that were supposed to come out of my mouth, but didn't. (laughs) I do really appreciate... I would love for that to be longer. I don't know. Like, I have a lot of issues with the way they set up battling this gen. I think a lot of it came from Nintendo's end and not from Pokemon's end. I really have this feeling that Pokemon does not like... Or Nintendo does not have any faith whatsoever in their online servers. I think it's more fear than anything. I, I think that's that's what it boils down to. They're just too scared. Yeah. They don't think that their servers can actually handle mm-hmm. anything. That's why Splatoon matches are all three minutes. Or, or the fact that, it, you know, communication is really um, oppressed because, you know, the, the fear of... They just have, like, this fear of letting long-form play happen on their network. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Outside of Pokemon, the best example of this is Mario Party. Mm-hmm. How do you have Mario Party, but Mario Party, it, you can't play that online. Mm-hmm. I want to play Mario Party online so like you and I or like the three of us can go to a Mario Party together. That would be great. Yep. Nintendo's always been behind the ball on the internet. I just didn't think they would be like 15 years behind the ball on the internet. You know what I mean? It's just one of those things where it's just like, yeah, Mario Party, great couch co-op. But now let's make the couch co-op move on and now they don't have a choice in this new world that we live in uh that's true that's true but i also don't know that nintendo knows what it's doing because we haven't gotten any like proper game announcements yeah for the winter like we don't know a winter lineup at all that's Outside of, like true. crown tundra it's got to be coming in the next couple weeks right you have more faith than i do 
That's what the rumors have it as like the next three weeks. Is the the rumors have had things summer. for like the whole summer, though. Like the recent one was two weeks ago. They're like, yeah, there's an indie direct followed by the week later. There's oh, a direct. so the indie direct already happened, though. Yeah, the indie direct happened this week or this past week. So this yeah. week there might be one. We'll see. Hmm. We'll see. I'm not holding my breath, but I would love to see like games. Right. I would love to see games that aren't like indie indie games. Pokemon Mobile. That's the main event, and you guys know it. <laughs> that we don't even have a release date for. Um, we don't have a release date for Pokemon Snap. Some websites have put Pokemon Snap up for like this year. Like they put like the the tentative date until the end of this year. Oh, but that's that's standard though. I worked in GameStop for a long time. Yeah, yeah. I'm just I'm just kind of hoping like a little bit like. That'd be a cool Christmas title, TPCI. I'd be into it. Like, and, and honestly, Nintendo also needs to get into the uh, companies are no longer waiting, like giving you marketing for years ahead of time. The, mm-hmm. the short the the time frame between game announcement and game release has drastically went down. We got games like the Star Wars Squad one, Rogue Squad, mm-hmm. Squadron, which is uh, a new sim- uh, Star Wars simulation game. They just announced it, and it's coming out in in, in October. Oh. oh man! Yeah, it's like companies are realizing that you really have to tone down the time length between you announce a game and you release it oh, because yeah. otherwise expectations. People get upset. Yeah. Nintendo's been generally good about just announcing things in the immediate six months to a year. I know of like two Nintendo things coming out to the end of the year. I think it's like Pikmin 3 Deluxe, <laughs> which I'm buying. It's a good game. And then Crown Tundra. I love Pikmin. This is Puckle, the Pikmin Underground Champions League. <laughs> yeah, and there are three Pikmin games. Just three. Only three Pikmin games ever existed. Then we don't even switch the branding. Like, we're still Puckle. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I'm kind of hoping that we get more Pokemon DLC. We've talked about that before. I would love to see an announcement for that. I don't think that would happen until, like, January, maybe. January or, like, the crap? Yeah, no, January, probably. It's either going to be January or they're going to do another direct thing like they did when I Love Armor came out. Like, the same day, they're going to be like, Crown Tundra's out. By the way, we're going to do more. Because mm-hmm. that's kind of what they did with uh, with the um, Smash Brothers DLC. Right. Is like they announced they're like, hey, the last fighter's out for the DLC pack. By the way, here's are- more. But wait, there's more. <laughs> but wait, you can give us another thirty dollars. Like, don't announce the next one until the one you promised is out. Right. I would be super okay with that. Like, I think it would be super hyped to have a DLC drop on Pokemon Day for the twenty fifth anniversary. Mm-hmm. If I were TPCI, that would be the move I would be aiming for. And if you went like ultimate hype, you do a mega evolution symbol just like you did for the Go thing that everybody <laughs> got disappointed about when they realized it was for Pokemon Go. That's what you do. You show like flashes of like, I think there's like eight megas missing or eight Pokemon capable of mega evolution missing. Mm-hmm. To be fair, they're the bottom of the barrel ones. Oh, Houndoom isn't that. It, Houndoom's pretty good. I think Ampharos is also like a lot of people's favorites. People like Ampharos. I think Ampharos is a good fan favorite. That entire line is a fan favorite. I think Camerupt is missing. Uh, Banette is missing. There's four more that are missing that I can't think of off the top of my head. Good news is they're not from Gen 5. <laughs> you start the new season two days afterwards and you can have Megas. Mm. I mean, it would be it'd be really hype. <laughs> I'm really into it. And then, I mean, we're going to get technically another 100 Pokemon. I don't know how much they're going to like let some of them in. Like They're obviously not going to let like Palkia and Dialga in. I think the number, if you look at the leak... Um, or the data mine is like 119. Yeah. Total Pokemon like in Crown Tundra, uh, which is nice because I was really worried when they're just like, yeah, we're going to have 100 plus. And then you start counting all the legendaries from the games. You're just like, well, that's 70. 
You're just like, so you can, you're going to give us the Nitto King and Nitto Queen line. <laughs> <laughs> Which sometimes I guess see play in VGC occasionally. Yeah. Well, we get, uh, we get a like Gordo. Everyone likes Garchomp. Speaking of Pokemon that will be banned next time they do this. <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I'm very excited. I like, I like the idea of this meta. I hate that it's forced on us, but I, I like the idea and I will yeah. play it, obviously. But like, I would not be surprised if they use it again in the future after Crown Dunder releases. Oh, yeah, at some yeah, point. yeah, yeah. Because like, I do know some people will just like lean on things as a crutch. Mm-hmm. People will lean on things as a crutch. It's a cool way to take that away and make people adapt. VGC was at a point where you just throw Togekiss on your team because yes. it does everything you want it to Because do, Togekiss right? is Togekiss and it's good. Yeah, it's just a ubiquitous Pokemon. Like, you just put it on the team and it doesn't matter if it fits yeah. or not because it's fine. <laughs> that I've been thinking about and uh, playing something, playing some mobile games in my, you know, whenever at the time. And um, one thing that I think, and this is not related directly to competitive play, but it might, you know, align or uh, help out, which is they should make, and people will hate me on this, so you're probably not going to like this idea. Idea. But make uh, for le- for capturing legendaries or mythical or any special type of Pokemon, you have to have team requirements. Like, oh, if you want to catch, I don't know, and throwing things Mewtwo, then you got to make sure to have mm. this Pokemon, this Pokemon, this Pokemon on at least this level at your party. Did that, because yeah. so they've done that before. Oh, they have. Yeah, well, Regigigas. Oh, is right. a really good example yeah. of that. Regigigas, you're actually required, and then actually with. Um, if you play Auras and you try to go and you collect all the Pokemon, right. there's actually requirements for that as well. What I like it is because at the end of the day, you had to train Pokemon that you probably would have never trained. Even with the Regis. Exactly. And then, but then at the end, you also have more teams that you can use because it's like, oh yeah, I have this team that I leveled up to get, I don't know, Magirna. Um, and now I can actually use this team in competitive play. I think the difference is if you were to like do that for Mythicals, They'd have to make mythicals mean something. Right. And I think that's they the problem. Don't. Right. Okay. They don't. I'd be down for something like that with like Urshifu. Like with Kubfu, like, oh, you can you can only grab Kubfu once like you max out friendship with another Pokemon right. or something. To like prove that mm-hmm. you can become friends with Kubfu or something like that. That would be cool. Not that it matters this gen because battle ready is a thing. Like I don't plan on catching a lot of legendaries. Yeah, because like you don't need Pokemon every gen anymore. I would love to see mythicals added. Like if mythicals could come in and be added to like a VGC meta, that would be hype. Right? The thing is, like with battle ready, you get rid of event moves, so you don't have to worry about stupid things from gen 5 like victini with fusion bolt like i'm super hype about that by the way like that's really that's really feel like dynamax means dynamax is a way to make it fair for a mythical to exist right yes something else about this announcement is that's interesting that i haven't seen anyone talk about is singles and doubles are sharing the same rules so what happens when gs cup comes right Like, I don't think you can have two legendaries on every team because then singles just becomes two legendaries on every team. And that's not fun. So my personal twist on this is I just kind of hope GS Cup doesn't happen. I mean, yes, that would be the ideal. Because every time GS Cup happens, it's always bad. I think they realize this. I think there's going to be four months of GS Cup, at least. There's the standard month, and then there's going to be a banned month where Incineroar is going to be sad because it's banned with like half the legendaries. And Landris. I would be okay with that. That would be a cool way to handle it. But like, GS Cuff has always been bad. Mm-hmm. It's been bad since Xerneas was introduced. Let's let's be honest. Xerneas and the Primals just made it awful. And if the Primals aren't in, Xerneas is bad. The Primals were bad. 
like CPCI obviously like realized that in 2019, which is why they cut out primals for the most of it. That's why they went to seasons in the first place was because they were just mm-hmm. like, we know it's going to get bad if we just like let it out full full time. Um, and I like rotations like this because it does like breathe some life into metas because like I would say VGC like with no new format every year got stale. Mm-hmm. I wish we had more advance notice on it, though. Yes, I do agree with that. I don't like that it happened like the week before <laughs> it's going to happen. Uh, I think it should have been like beginning of the month right. because you don't want to influence the bands, right? Yes. If they know it's coming beforehand. I think they had to wait this long for this one, at least, though, because like Isle of Armor didn't have a lot of time to settle. A lot of these Pokemon that are banned are because of Isle of Armor. Some of them didn't exist outside of it, right? Like mm-hmm. you didn't have you didn't have Magnezone. You didn't have Porygon. Well, you kind of had Venusaur, but and like you, you wouldn't have had Rillaboom be good. <laughs> Rillaboom and Cinderace wouldn't be up there now. Well, Cinderace probably would have been. I think they. When did the Hidden Ability come out? The Hidden Ability came out. In like Hidden May. Ability came out June still too. Oh, is it June? Okay, never mind. I got it wrong. Yeah, the G Max really just pushed them over the top. The G Max makes it like I think the G Max is like more of like an icing on the cake deal. Like you still have a whole cake. Like, yeah, but it's like a hundred and sixty power stab move. Yeah, that's true. In Rillaboom's case, with the grassy terrain boost, mm-hmm. like. It's stupid. Yep. <laughs> it's, it's it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> like Cinderace and Rillaboom are on the same league as a lot of the sub legends like Landorus. I think right? the question, um, this might be more of a question that Sigma can answer versus what Shushiro can answer. Yeah. But in the way that I feel about this on like the scale of like TPCI is being like mean and stopping us from playing Pokemon the way we want to, I feel good about this. Like if 50% is like right in the middle, I'm at like 60% leaning towards like, I'm okay with this. Yeah, I'm like at 75. I'm I'm happy. I like the format, but I, I also like, I, I'm still upset I can't play with you. And I will be until I can the play with you. The it's two months, it's like, sure, whatever. The two months you thing don't like it, you is don't kind of long, but I at least it'll be fun. And things will probably settle a little bit in two months. Just in time to make chaos reign again. I am excited to see Crown Tundra, and I'd be okay with them banning like all the legendaries from the events and stuff like that. Like, Because like, Crown Tundra is going to have like things built in. I fully expect them to do it. I would like them not to. That is my answer. It, we've gotten to the point where like there's things that like Thatch would like to see TPCI do, and then there's what TPCI does. And we know very <laughs> much so that they listen to the show and they do the opposite of what I want. <laughs> On purpose. <laughs> they do it because they're just like, oh man, we got to give him content. <laughs> we got to give him content. He has to complain about something. It's tradition. I mean, we can always just complain about a lack of spectator mode. If somebody in the reviews uh, calls me a curmudgeon. They're okay with it, though. On that note, this is a good place to stop. We're going to take a short break and we'll be right back at you with the Pokemon of the episode. Pokemon of the episode. And welcome to the Pokemon of the episode. Our Pokemon of the episode this week is National Dex number 865. We don't get to say numbers that high very often. Uh, <laughs> Surfetched, the wild duck Pokemon. Are they even real numbers at this point, or are they like imaginary numbers where it's like... <laughs> I could I could probably make them up at this point. Right? I could probably make them up at this point. We don't have a standard anymore, guys. Who are we kidding? <laughs> I could probably make them up at this point, yeah. <laughs> okay, here's our dex entry anyway. After deflecting attacks with its hard leaf shield, it strikes back with its sharp leak stock the leak stock is both weapon and food both weapon and food 
Fish are friends, not food. Um, so Surfetched evolves from Galarian Farfetched, the thing that Thatch has said existed since Surfetched was announced that people did not comprehend. Right. <laughs> they just didn't comprehend it whatsoever. They're just like, no, Farfetched is going to evolve into Surfetched. No, it's not. They they handled they handled they handled regional evolutions very well. Yeah. Like mechanically they handled them very well because you have to evolve from like a Galarian Linoon to become an Obstagoon, you have to evolve from a Galarian Corsola to become a Corsola and so on and so forth. Like that's uh they they handled that very well. I still think Yamask and Meowth are weird. Right. And coughing's different. Coughing's fine. Because it's still a Galarian wheezing that it evolves into I'm reading the chat. I shouldn't read the chat. Uh, I try not to read the chat on these live episodes so that these are like evergreen, <laughs> but, <laughs> but bam, you got me. You got me. Uh, it still evolves into a Galarian Weezing, so I don't care. Um, <laughs> you could also say the same thing about Mr. The Mime Line because there isn't a Galarian Mime Jr. Right. Um, it's just regular Mime Jr. that evolves into a Galarian Mr. Mime, depending on where it evolves. And then the Galarian Mr. Mimes when it evolves into Mr. Rhyme. Stupid names. Okay. But, and then, uh, Surfetch though is meh <laughs> so surfetched has an attack of 135 which is probably its most notable stat and it's got a defense of 95 and then everything else you probably shouldn't worry about but he oozes confidence i mean look at that stock yeah i mean you can be confident but you can also <laughs> be wrong uh you can also be bad um like they get like I don't know I don't understand the stat spread like they gave him like a speed of sixty five, which is unfortunate. They they gave him a special defense of eighty two and then his HP is sixty two. So like, come on, that's the problem with Surfetched. Um, he does get the signature move Meteor Assault. One day we will inevitably have hyper beams of every type. Inevitably, inevitably, like it, it's we're getting close. We're getting yeah. I think we're. And are they even used? Uh, I think meteor. I think I think the meteor beam one, the new one, just that came out. That's not a. That's not a hyper. That's beam. not a hyper beam. No, that's a skull bash. Oh, okay, never mind. Opposite. Yeah, but I think we're at like. Uh, I think we're at. Uh, we have hum- psychic with prismatic laser. We prismatic laser. That's kind of weird though, but yeah. I so I think it's like. Uh, I don't know. I, I, we have fighting water, fire, grass. Normal, obviously, because hyper beam. Right. And Giga Impact. I feel like there's one or two more. Um, there's definitely one or two more. There's definitely one or two more. But I'm sure chat will remind us. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, inevitably we'll have hyperbeams of all types. It's just a matter of time. But uh, yeah, so we've got a VGC team this week that you can use for this week. <laughs> Actually, it, I mean, it probably doesn't take too many people to remove. Uh, it's just like two. Uh, there are two things that need to be removed. Two, and I think you can. I think you can get by if you replace them. You could. You could probably transfer the one into a gigalith. Fine. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I don't. I'd feel bad still. <laughs> gigalith or Rhyperior can take that slot. Fine. Yeah. So we've got uh, we've got Surfetched. He's holding a leak because what other item is he going to hold? Opposite critical, right? Yes, an opposite. By two stages, so it's like... It's a 50% crit on... Yes, on a normal move. On a normal move. That doesn't include things like Leaf Blade. Oh, that sucks. With with an improved, like, crit. Okay. Yeah, that's 100%. Crit. No, yeah, Leaf Blade's 100% crit with a leak. And so it's got Scrappy, so that if it close combats, it can uh, it can hit ghost types. Right. What's this other ability? It's not good. It didn't get Defiant, which is sad. 
Uh, steadfast. Steadfast is its other ability. Yeah, so it's not good. Yeah, so it's not good. Okay. 252 HP because you need all the HP you can get because you're not going to go fast. Oh, yeah. Scrappy is immune to uh, intimidate. Oh, really? That's nice. Okay. So, yeah, it's it's actually just that. good for Scrappy. Oh, I didn't know about that. Yeah, that's great. That'll be really good when Mega Kangaskhan comes back. Lopani. Lopani, too. Lopani. Yeah, that's true. Mega Lopani. Mm-hmm. Brave nature. Because who cares how fast you're going? You're a surfetched. Your base speed 65. <laughs> you have close combat, brave bird, leaf blade, and detect, so you can't get imprisoned, which is really nice. Tyranitar is also there to back up surfetched with a weakness policy because it's a Tyranitar. Sandstream, 252 HP, 252 attack, brave nature, doing some uh, pretty Tyranitar things like rock slide. Assurance is the only odd one. Superpower and protect. Does it not get crunch anymore? It gets crunch. It gets crunch. Assurance is better because uh, I guess things will be going faster. Well, no, because like I've seen that and like lash out is like tech. Yeah, lash out is better when you're when you have something with like bulldoze on. Yeah, that's true. Activate your weakness policy and Mm -hmm. activate your lash out. That's fair. That's fair. If you're not proccing it yourself, it's not as good. Yeah, it's just it's just interesting to see Tyranitar being played recently because like Tyranitar gets like a bunch of special stuff and it's really cool. Yeah, it's dark move. It's like a flex slot. Yeah, yeah. No, it's kind of cool. I, I'm really into it. Uh, I, I, I'm into it. I'm into it. All right. So I guess Sigma, tell us some more about like pretty much the meat and potatoes of this team. None of this has to do with Surfetch. Right. I don't even know what Surfetch so, is. It's like this team. They built five Pokemon. They're like, yeah, Surfetch. <laughs> uh, Surfetch and Titar are generally going to be sitting in the back. Of yes. The team. Like you're not leading with them. Yes. What you're leading with is what Jushiro is going to tell you about, and then the other side is going to be what I'm going to tell you about. So you're either going to lead Kafa Grigus, because, you know, you're a drinking <laughs> team. Because you have a Surfetched. Yeah, because you have Surfetched <laughs> and, like, Min Speed Tyranitar back there. Yes. <laughs> so we have a Kafa Grigus with a Culverberry, Ability Mummy, EVs are max HP, 60 in defense, and 196 in special defense. We are a sassy nature, and we have 16 speed, which I believe is something about being sung at by uh, Clefairy being annoying to the person who made the Mm. game. So. Wonderful. (laughs) (laughs) That's the weird speed stat. Your attacks are Nightshade, Will-O-Wisp, Ally Switch. Oh, Joy, my favorite attack. But it actually does come in handy a lot. Ally Switch is really good. Like, it's too good. It probably should fail in succession or something. Yes. No, it's it's the same problem that, like, Wideguard had for the longest time. Mm. Or even now, I think light, wide guard still has that problem. But yeah, you can still spam wide guard. Yeah, I think being I think being able to spam moves like that is stupid. Like status moves like that are are stupid. They shouldn't be allowed. Yep. And then you got trick room. But then we have our next member of the team, which is the other optional lead. And when you choose it, you have to pick Kafagrigus as your last slot because it's a Zoroark with a focus sash. So the Zoroark will be in the back. It'll have max speed, max special attack. We have Snarl, Burning Jealousy for when you're dealing with something like a Cinderace trying to set boost mm. up on whatever your partner is. That won't there. matter soon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I mean, things are still going to be boosting themselves. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But it won't be Cinderace. <laughs> <laughs> Burning Jealousy is really good in max move. It won't be Cinderace. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you get to burn it, you get to deal damage to it, it's nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have Taunt, and you have Fake Tears to boost the damage of whatever your partner is, which Jushiro will tell you about. Yes, and those partners are coming handy when you need to deal those epic damage. We start with Togekiss, with Razor Claw and Super Luck, maximizing your chance there for crits. Uh, as 
as best as you can. And uh, having Eevee spread a 4 HP, 252 special attack, and 252 special defense with a teammate nature to map cap out that speed. Uh, make sure you get that tier up. And its attacks are Air Slash, more crits goodness, Glazeling Gleam, for those pesty dragons or anything that might be weak against fairy with heat wave and per- standard protect to be able to, uh, you know, defend yourself. But then you have good old Lapras, G-Max version this time around. You're going to be putting a life orb on that bad boy uh, and it's going to have shell armor at its ability. Add an EVs of 252 special attack, 4 special defense, and 252 speed, and a modest natures to cap out that special attack. You can hit hard with Hydro Pump, Blizzard, Thunder, and then, you know, the standard protect, just in case. It's a G-Max map, Lapras. It, it's probably using the max moves for those, yeah. which is yes. super powerful. Yes. Uh, that, so this is a team you can grab on the Discord server, uh, and you can also watch on Wednesday as uh, P. McKee and Claude9 attempt to pilot the team. I don't know how well they did. They didn't say. Uh, I believe they did well with all the recent recordings. That's good for them. Good for them. Good job, guys. I think they had like one loss among all three of the sets. So. Mm, that's good. That's good. Yeah, so go check it out. You can watch and you can learn to pilot it for the three days that it's relevant. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> it'll be back. I mean, I, I still think it's worthwhile doing, like, especially right. if you're newer to the game, because it's like I like having one of these teams each week that you guys can go and play with, because I think it's uber important to play different styles right. mm-hmm. um, and learn different strategies. One, because then you're aware of what things can do Two, maybe you'll find something that really like clicks with you and you just need to learn to mimic that style with different Pokemon, especially when Pokemon get banned like Cinderace. Right. Well, because there's like Pokemon like that where are just like easy mode crutches. You know what I mean? Like I equate them to like the Fire Emblem units that <laughs> that are just like crutches. Like you, yeah, you're talking like Seth and uh, what's the other Marcus <laughs> of Fire Emblem characters. So uh, yeah, that's that's where we are. So yeah, we're gonna kick it on over though to the mailbag. It's mail time. Sending your emails. And welcome to the mailbag. The mailbag is the part of the show where we read your emails on the show. You can send them into pucklepodcast at gmail.com each week. We typically have a prompt. Last week, I forget what our prompt was, but it was something, something anime. Something, something. What kind of anime would you like to see? That's it. Something, something. A good one. Pass. I edit that part. I, I know what the... That's true. That's that's good. That's right. That's exactly... I don't listen to that part, but I edit... You know what's worse is, like, sometimes when I write up the show notes, I'll forget what we talked about the day before when we do the show notes, <laughs> and I'll forget what the mailbag question is. It's really bad. <laughs> so sometimes you might notice the, the mailbag question in the show notes might be different than the mailbag question in the show. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the reason why. But... This segment is brought to you, as always, by the fictional energy drink, Green Tauros, the energy drink that gives you hooves. 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 And as such, if you make a good email, we'll go ahead and read it. Uh, the emails we got today had paragraph breaks, so that's why they got chosen. <laughs> Yay to grammar. Effective grammar. Well, just like it's just easier to read when you have the paragraph breaks, you know? And so I, I really appreciate that. So. Thank you to those of you who did it. Um, if you want your email read on the show, Paragraph Breaks is is the bar now. <laughs> I know that I'm throwing stones from a uh, glass house here, but grammar is very underrated nowadays. You're not wrong. <laughs> You're not wrong. 
All right. So uh, this first email is going to be from uh, going to be from Skookum. Skookum. And uh, I believe you have this one, Jushiro. Yes. I would like to start off, though, and interrupt you already and be like, oh, hi, Mark. It's a Discord. It's a Discord joke. It's fine. Okay. So, oh, hi, Poco uh, persons. It's your pal, Skookum here. One of the things that frustrates me to no end about the Pokemon franchise is that it's setting ripe for exploration. But they never seem to flesh it out. We all know what it's like to be a trainer, but what about the rest of the world? For instance, what happens uh, when the kids sent uh, sent out to become trainers fail? I'd love to see a comedy where a group of washed-up trainers try to integrate back into the normal world after spending their formative years wandering the countryside, failing to gain any life skills. The series would follow the ex-trainers as they try to hold top jobs and make minimum relationships, as well uh, as well failing in read social cues, uh, to read social cues and blurring their way through life. Additionally, their Pokemon only trained for combat <laughs> also have to find their way into the world. It would be like a Pokemon meets Seinfeld. Actually, now that I'm writing this out, maybe this would be more of a tragedy. It it really does sound like it. I'm thinking like, oh, they become like the cleanup crew after every Pokemon battle. <laughs> oh, what, wouldn't it? Like, that sounds like, like, uh, like, like they should just do like a, an anime that's like a Pokemon slice of life, but it's different characters every time. And like, I want one of them to be the guys that like clean up the stadium after like a Dynamax battle. And they're just like, what happened? We have to move the rocks. What's going on? I haven't watched TV in a long time, but I know that there was this Marvel show that was in plan. I don't know if they eventually actually did it, but it was a comedy show and it was all about the cleanup crew that comes after every oh. movie to clean up the mess. Mm, that would be hilarious. And I don't know. They eventually. I knew. Think of cleaning up all the little droopies. Right. The <laughs> they spot. they like referenced that a little bit in Spider Man. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. It's like it was gonna be a comedy show. It was all based on them just getting there, having to yeah. clean up the mess that you know every fight happens. Yeah. Uh, another interesting topic would be a reality documentary theme series about myth- mythical uh, Pokemon. Already love this. Uh, and have the, the host be very much um, crikey. Crikey. Each episode follows a team of self-proclaimed investigators trying to hunt down a different mythical Pokemon. Uh, interviewing locals, following up on sightings, and reviewing... Uh, shaky camera footage. I love it. It would be a need to flesh out the lore around these Pokemon while utilizing a different format. I actually support this idea a hundredfold. I would love that so much. Mm-hmm. Finally, I'd like to see a mini series flesh out the history of the Pokemon world. And there's an ample reference to wars and the other major events in the games, but they are all disjointed. I think we would be cool to flesh out Backtop a bit and provide greater depth and coherence to the franchise. Uh, thanks for the reading and keep up the good work, Skokum. In reference to that last sentence, it would be difficult for Pokemon, especially since Pokemon, it's more about different dimensions than the same world, if I'm not mistaken. It's different universes. So I reference the Lucario movie. We don't like to talk movie. about multi-universe theory from <laughs> I I referenced the eighth Pokemon movie where like they straight up had like Pokemon War. Right. That was pretty cool, and I'd be okay with seeing more yeah. of it. Like, what's Lieutenant Surge a lieutenant for? He said he was exactly. in a war. Whoa, war! Like, I I want to know. Yeah, the Lightning America. Lightning America. I want to know. I want to know. <laughs> Why are you in Tokyo? 
Why are you? Well, he's not even in Tokyo. No, he's, he's in Kanto. Like, uh, <laughs> well, no, in Can- I'm trying to think about like relative to where he is because like downtown Tokyo would be uh, would be Saffron. Right, but if he would be in America, depending on Pokemon, he would be from Unova. No, no, yeah, no, no. So like he's, I guess it does say he's the Lightning American. I didn't think he, about that. Yeah, he says the Lightning American. To be fair, to be fair, there's like a lot of references to real world places in like Red and Blue. Right. Red and Blue didn't know what they wanted. No, to no, yet. they didn't. Well, the translation team also, I think. Well, I so. Uh, this is a fun fact. If you look at like Pokemon's got like a style guide now, like if you're selling Pokemon products, like here's like a list of things that you can do and can't do and stuff like that. They talk about how like Pokemon are never to be like displayed to be eaten. And when people are eating in the Pokemon right. world, like it has to be like nondescript food. Right. Because they don't want people, they don't want people like thinking like there's things. It also says like don't show real world animals, only Pokemon. And if you go back to like the early Pokemon anime, they were all over um, the place. There's, 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 there's real animals. Mm-hmm. Like Birds. There's, there's shots with Ash like next to fish and stuff like that. And I, I, so, so they didn't know what they like. I, I argue that Pokemon didn't know what it was going to become and didn't have a plant. Like it, it's literally the plankton meme, like around the year two thousand, right? Where they go, I didn't think we'd get this right. Far. Uh, <laughs> I don't think we'd get this far. So like, because like, uh, th- like we're a there's no time. way. There's no way that like a game that had like something like four or five developers at most points mm-hmm. was like, yeah, I can't wait for this to become a worldwide phenomenon. <laughs> and there's just no way that happened. Yeah. And yeah, so you could definitely tell early on they like didn't have anything planned, and then they're just like, oh man, well now we have to actually think about this. So, like, a lot of the early stuff doesn't I mean, make sense. The Pokemon selection early on was super light, though. Yes. Like, it's not exciting to see all of the fish in the water be Goldeen, Sea King, and Magikarp. Oh, right. yeah. No, no, no. No, I, no, no. So, like, I agree with you. You just don't put any fish there, then. You don't worry about it. Yeah. I think their idea was, like, oh, there's animals, and then there's these magical creatures that are Pokemon. Yeah. And it's like, no, 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 no. No, I think that was the- Pokemon's our animal now. I think that was the initial idea, and then they got rid yeah. of it. Which I'm glad because, like, you can obviously tell in like a lot of the a lot of the Pokedex entries, like we're just did Surfest, right? Like it's the it's the wild duck Pokemon. Right. There's no wild exactly. duck. Duck is not a thing in Pokemon World now. Pikachu's a mouse Pokemon. What's, What's a, a mouse? mouse? Yeah. Like, come on, yeah, yeah. So I digress. <laughs> Thank you for that. Thank you for that, uh, Skookum. We'll move on to Robin now. All right. Hey, Puckle Gang, longtime listener, first time writer. I wanted to weigh in on the topic of the week. I should preface this by saying that I am a very long-time fan of the series. I've been playing since Red and Blue came out in the West. And while I did watch some of the anime when I was younger, and I have watched some anime growing up, I haven't seen anything of not post-Indigo League. Oof. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, to be fair, like, at least you didn't see Best Wishes. Wait, 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 wait. Uh, I've been playing Red and Blue... Wait, I haven't seen anything of not post Indigo League. So, like, are they saying like I'm I'm confused by the negatives? Yeah, me too. The negatives. I, I think there's a double negative. Though. I I don't know. Have they seen everything? Have they seen season one, or have they not seen season one? That's my question. I, I feel like it's just season one, right? Okay, okay. We'll continue then. I think that not was uh, accidental. Okay, but I, I think it's just an accidental yeah. double negative. Okay. Okay. Anyways, one. Shorter anthologies over longer serialized content. Yes. (laughs) As I said in the beginning, I've been with the game series since the very beginning, meaning I'm now 30-something with everything that that comes with, meaning a wife, two kids, a house, a full-time job, a dog, and so on. This leaves very little time to watch animes that are several hundred episodes long, which is why I've enjoyed Twilight Wings. 
Pokemon Generations, and the longer Pokemon Origins, and even the Mega Evolution Special. I'd really like more of the Pokemon anime in that line of thinking. 7 to 10 minute episodes on YouTube, or shorter 4 episode stuff on Netflix. And Quibbly. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. We're not doing Quibbly. Quibbly, Quibbly, Quibbly is a horrible idea. The only reason it's getting any traction is because they've dumped so much money in the market. And they have this... Oh, what's her name? I forgot. I love her. Anna Kendrick. Oh they got Anna One Kendrick. One of my uh, hi- hypothetical girlfriends. They must have. They must have paid <laughs> her so much money. They keep spending money and they're not making it. Yeah, it's fine. Yes, they must have put so much money into Anna Kendrick. Right, like so much. There's no <laughs> well, way she's doing well. Make, money well spent, cheese. in my opinion. But yeah, you wouldn't jump on a failing ship like that if you weren't getting a lot of money for it. There's no way she's doing that cheap. Okay, but but we I digress. We <laughs> okay, two. Different types of anime centered around Pokemon, but not necessarily taking place in the Pokemon world. There have been plenty of card-battling animes, like Yu-Gi-Oh! and the like, and I'd love to see an anime centered around Pokemon as a game or a franchise rather than a concept. Ooh, like Digimon Season 3. I was just gonna say, this sounds like Digimon Season 3, I don't like this! <laughs> that was so weird. A series about a group of friends going to VGC or TCG tournaments, an anime about a cosplayer... I don't know, but I don't think that all Pokemon anime have to take place in an in-universe world. I agree with that in general. I would love a Yu-Gi-Oh! version of the TCG. 3. More anime for an even younger audience. Contrary to the things I've stated so far, I would also like to see more things for an even younger audience. I'm just starting to introduce my daughter, who's soon to be 4 years old, to the franchise via the plushies, which are great. They um, are. <laughs> the anime and Let's Go Eevee. Eevee is her Ooh, favorite. Anime. Uh, side note, my Christmas tree is going to be Pokemon themed this year, finally. Ooh, nice. It hasn't been? It hasn't been, because Nemesis has been having a monopoly on unicorns for the past two years, so... Dumb. Yes, now I said, put my foot Dumb. down. Actually, she was the one to say, like, if you want Pokemon tree, you're going to have to start now, so... Uh, but I put my uh, theoretical foot down and said, no, we're going to have a Pokemon tree this year. <laughs> this is like really early for you to start worrying about that by the way oh this is, this is august 22nd oh, the the tree We're not the tree's even- coming up next month because here we have a uh a, and when i say here i mean this in this house we have 10 months before we make it to december this year 10 months christmas is Christmas is like a year away in 2020 time. <laughs> that is like- true uh, but we have a, a halloween <laughs> tree we put up the tree and we decorated halloween and then once uh, Thanksgiving comes around, we change it to Christmas Pokemon TV. So that's the plan. I, I'm still a firm believer that Thanksgiving is just practice Christmas. It is. In the United States, it's just practice. It's like it's a rehearsal. <laughs> you know, like when you get married, you have a rehearsal right. dinner. Yeah, Thanksgiving Thanksgiving is rehearsal dinner for Christmas. Right, right, right. Okay, mm-hmm. because, because we're all getting ready and we're just like, okay, let's do this. Uh, we'll find out what we did wrong and we'll do it again next month. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Continuing on. It's been going quite well. She asks to play the game when her brother is asleep, and she named the new kitten Misty. Oh, But that's cute. she hasn't gotten into the anime yet, aside from the Battling Eevee Brothers episode, which we've seen at least two dozen times this summer. I would like something Pokemon-themed that is more suitable for three- to six-year-olds than the anime, as a jumping-off point into the franchise as a whole. I think that's it. Apologies for the long email. 
at least it's in paragraphs. Regards, Robin from Sweden. Hey, Robin. Thanks so much. I think, like, the Ash anime is fine for three to six-year-olds. I'm going to be completely honest. Like, I don't like I don't know how you make that, like, any simpler. Yeah. I mean, there's the Pokemon Kids YouTube channel that has, like, sing-alongs. They also had that Looney Tunes short that everyone loved a few weeks ago. Or like yeah, ago that was so. weird. That was that weird. was really cool though. Like the Mimikyu Scracky. What basically what I'm reading is they want like a Paw Patrol but Pokemon. I don't want that. I don't want that ever. Yeah. I don't want Paw Patrol like in general either. Like, <laughs> I think people underestimate like how smart kids are. Like all of the time. Right. Like kids are kids are incredibly smart, or they can be, and. I think I like I know I know I like remember like being a kid sometimes and like having like more complex thoughts about it about an mm-hmm. issue. But I would just like I would like I would purposely say a thing that I would be like, this is what a kid would say. Right. So I'll say it this it's way. Cynicism kills intellectual uh, intelligence. Yeah. It, it, so like it, like I, I don't like I don't like being like, oh, let's dumb down Pokemon for kids or something like that. I also think kids TV is dumbed down a lot for kids. <laughs> Billy Pokemon is dumbed down a lot for kids at least you know many as many aspects of it pokemon is literally a commercial yeah exactly. <laughs> like the tv show is a commercial <laughs> i don't know how else to phrase it all right this last email this week is from trainer gray hey puckle crew trainer gray here this week you guys asked what type of pokemon anime i would like to have and to be honest i didn't really have to think about this one i want a pokemon adventures anime Pokemon knows what that they should do it, but they're stubborn, so they're not. I don't know that they know that they should do it. Pokemon Adventures kind of died, like, back in... I think an anime house had, like, a poll a few years ago asking really? people to vote on what anime they wanted, and Pokemon mm-hmm. Adventures was actually an option. So I think Pokemon... I mean, it, it is really good. Um, I think the problem with Pokemon Adventures is that, like, after the Emerald Arc, it kind of dies. and so uh, like It you, loses continuity, which is... You weird. lose your continuity, which... I know myself and a lot of other people really like. I mean, that's why Doctor Who's such like a big deal because like the continuity in Doctor Who's yeah. crazy. I think they did bring back the continuity for like the uh, remake sagas, like the Heart yes. Gold, Soul Silver. No, no, they did. And no, in Heart Gold, Soul Silver and and in Oraz, I think they did do it. The problem is some of those take so long to complete. It's so disappointing. Like I think there's like a reference in them to like the old ones, but that's about it. Like Emerald's super hype because like they all get back and it's really cool. But I, I digress. Uh. I've always loved the Pokemon Adventures manga, and I really want to see an anime based off of it. I think it would be really cool to start from the first arc and go in order. I think it'd be really cool if they made each arc like 20 episodes and basically copied the story from Pokemon Adventures. In the end, I know they're not going to do it, but it's still a nice thought. Trainer Gray, over and out. Well, thank you for that. And that's going to be it for us reading emails this week. If you want to send in emails to us on the show, you can send them in at pucklepodcast at gmail.com. Uh, include those paragraph breaks and uh, our question next week is going to be how do you feel about the uh, the recent change to uh, the pokemon meta and do you like tpci banning pokemon from their official competitions yes or no let us know in the in the emails so other than that i think uh i think that's it skokum skokum i vote for skokum oh skokum yeah skokum can get the badge yeah oh hi mark uh your your name's now green So uh, actually, it probably isn't because he's a patron. But. Yeah, it's a patron. Uh, we should move that up. We should move that. We up. should. I, I'm just saying. Uh, <laughs> we uh, have more uh, green names in chat. <laughs> we got a lot of green names in chat. They'll hurt your eyes. <laughs> and so, moving on though, uh, we really, we really appreciate it. If you want to help support the uh, the podcast, first of all, come to Discord, hang out yes. with us. 
Uh, you could you could always go follow us on social media over at Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Tumblr. We really appreciate those things if you give us a follow over there and you just listen to what we're doing over on those on those platforms. Um, you can also go ahead and uh, listen to other shows over on Puckle Plus. Uh, those are always a good time. You can always go to the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash user slash Puckle Podcast. Uh, you can also check us out um, on Twitch, which we are right now on yeah. <laughs> twitch.tv slash the Puckle Podcast, uh, where I try to stream at least twice a week, but uh, we see how that goes. And then we can, of course, go on over to, uh, if you want to support the show monetarily, a few ways to do that. One, Twitch, you could drop a Twitch sub. We really appreciate that. Two, you could always uh, you could always go over to T Public and buy a cool T-shirt for you to buy uh, that supports the show. Uh, that's always in the show notes. And finally, you could always go over to Patreon at Patreon.com/slash/PucklePodcast to get uh, to get some cool cool uh, cool things like Pokemon and just hang out with us in, in exclusive chats. Uh, on that note, though, we are going to uh, we are going. I guess this this has been it. I've been Trainer Thatch. Some say I'm more to Shiro. I've been Arsene. And here in the Labrador Town Radio Tower, it's closing time. I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.